I can totally do these moves. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, enough of that nonsense. Why are we talking about aerobics? Because your overachieving child has yet again added another feather to his cap. Honestly, he's <laughs> killing me. My youngest son, Jack, he's dancing eight hours a day up at the eight hours a week up at the studio. And then he's in the A grade dance group at school. And then he's in the musical. And now he is just. <laughs> What's got, it called? Got What's it called? This is work. Professional aerobics competition. <laughs> Competitive aerobics, I believe, is what it's called. <laughs> he's the only boy in the state who does it. <laughs> He came home and he said, Mum, oh, can you fill out this form and give me another million dollars? And I was like, Jesus, stop it. I know. Stop with the activities. It's, it's something that we're going to talk about today. Um, anyway, so welcome to the Hope Flash. <laughs> I'm a little pooped um, after that uh, 30 seconds of aerobic exercise. Welcome to the Hot Flash, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my sidekick, <gasps> Mrs. Berry. And Mrs. Berry's a bit out of breath because she's just done a... Well, I was doing a couple of grapevines, but there was a few sort of punching arm movements as well. And we all know that that's what gets the heart rate up. Punch those arms. Punch the air. I'm sorry it's been a while between... Well, I've got to put it there because everyone says that you're louder than me. Oh, oh, okay. Goodness. That's no good. Um, it has been a while since we've podcasted. Three weeks. I know. And in those three that's weeks, terrible. we've had some adventures, let me tell you. <laughs> we went up to Byron Bay. We did. To get our chakras cleansed. And we found ourselves in a squalor pit of hell. <laughs> Kim hadn't arrived by this point, but the three of us arrived at this Airbnb place and it was like Guantanamo Bay. With hemp. It was just disgusting. <laughs> and we tried to make it nice and we were like, well, it could be fine, it would be fine. And then we all had a glass of wine and sat on the concrete outside and said, no, no. I do not get to the age of 45 and stay yeah. in a shit box. Well, I remember that because you almost crapped your plant pants on the plane up there, you were having a rest on the bed. And I remember sort of looking going, oh, my God, there's just one pedestal fan. <laughs> and I was looking and I could see a bit of the floor. And I went, is that, is that, is that floor plastic? Is that like lino? And I was like, oh. And I was like, don't be so, don't be so cynical. Don't be so judgmental. It'll be fine. And then after I thought that, about three three minutes later, I get this text from Mrs. Woog. We're homeless, but it'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, we ended up finding a beautiful house called Frankie's Beach House, right in the middle of town. It was, it was terrific. We had a lovely weekend. I did get my auras and chakras and you everything did. alive. Yeah. I loved it. I, and then I, and then I was, you know, because <laughs> cynical, Miss Cynical. Here. I know Miss Sydney Cynical just ended up actually going. Bloody hell, Byron's really lovely. God damn it. And it actually really is, isn't it? It is lovely. It's I loved it how you were ready to pay out all the hipsters, though. And you turned out to be the biggest hipster out there. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, we ate some good food. We did have some great food. Oh. But the best thing was just hanging with you ladies. Yeah. And the food. And the food. <laughs> and the croissants. And the oh, baked goods. that bakery. Just, there was a bakery just around the Sunday corner. Sunday Sustainable Bakery. Of course, it's called something stupid. But yeah. It was really worth, yeah. the, the, worth the lineup. Their croissant. 
and uh, I had one morning I had they had they didn't do muffins but they did a scone but it was it was like a scoffin like it was like a scone come muffin and oh sweet savory oh, or sweet Jesus it was so good sweet but of course it would have been sweetened by you know the nectar of the gods or something like it wouldn't have actually had any refined sugar in it no god no spit spit can, can, can we spirit oh I can't <laughs> Can we talk for a moment about the lunch that we went to and how we sat there with our drinks in jars and I had uh, like something that I saw and went, oh, that looks really good. And it was actually some, just a fancy kombucha. Tasted like dirt. Oh, you didn't like it, but I loved it. And then my, my lunch arrived and it was like, Oh my god! It was it, just it was such just, a cliche. It was I was living the cliche, wasn't I? Oh, I just it was. All, seriously, all I needed was a Bartik print, and I was home and hosed, wasn't I? It was it was a flatbread made of a sweet, sweet potato, potato flour, and then gluten free. Had purple carrots, heirloom roast vegetables, kale. Yeah, heirloom roast, roasted heirloom vegetables, kale on the gluten free sweet potato flour flatbread. Some What's the name of that place? Bayleaf. God, Bayleaf. it was good. Bayleaf was home to the hottest waiter that we came across. Known to mankind. He actually was like an Adonis, wasn't he? And I think he loved all of us. He did. Well, he said he was quite partial to the older lady. I know, I should have smacked him out then. Yeah. <laughs> no, dear. no, didn't he say the more, more... No, what did he call us? Was it older or was it mature? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I, I had my old. hipster apocalypse meal and it was delicious. <laughs> And how have you been, everyone? We hope you're well, and we hope you're enjoying these cooler temperatures. I know. Well, we, we say that as a heat wave is about to I wave know. over the I south know. of Australia, so we apologise to those of you down there who are going to be back into, like, 40 degrees temps. But meanwhile, in Sydney, ho, 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 ho. It's Pleasantville. It'd be, I'd so like to say that I was sleeping well, but, you know, at our age, that's not allowed. And we're going to talk about sleep as well, because that's something that's coming up again and again on our Facebook page. If you haven't joined our Facebook page... What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, get on it. It's called the Hot Flush. You just ask to join and then we let you in. Yes. Unless you're a boy. Yes. Yeah. Because there's some seriously funny conversations that go down. Okay, we're going to start today quickly. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, of course, we all heard the news yesterday. George Pell has been found guilty of heinous sexual crimes. Um, against children? Against children. I think that that's only the tip of the iceberg. I think there's a lot more cases that will come through um and all i want to say on the matter is that i am a very empathetic person i always try to sort of see some right in things and i do not have one fiber of my very being feeling bad for this man at all no what do you think um oh i agree i agree completely i think you know sometimes justice takes its time but i i feel so much for every victim who has been, you know, affected in and the child families. sexual affair. but this and it's not just Pell; it's a group of them. That's right, and and that's just you know, and that Pell Pell's conviction. I can't imagine how traumatic, and also I guess I don't. I have no. I I can't even imagine. But what they must have to go through again and again yeah. every time this happens, and the victim of Pell. I can't, don't quote me on it, but I think when I was reading all the, the news stories about it yesterday, I think he was on the stand for more than two days, yeah. two and a half days being interrogated. And you, I mean, I just, the strength 
of him, of him mm-hmm. to be able to do that is remarkable. Also, and I think we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, but I will say the final thing. Shame on you, all of those people now who are coming out in support of him. Shame on you, Andrew Bolt, Miranda Devine, John Howard, Tony Abbott. Disgusting. Yeah. You're all just he's a convicted. Bad. He's a convicted child molester. He's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. Anyway, that's all I'll say about that because I get all upset and look, goosebumps. Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, Okay, and the other thing that I want to talk about this time of year, is this happening to you? I can imagine it's happening to you, Kim. I feel like I'm a human ATM machine. (laughs) I'm like feeling like every time someone just comes near me, I just give them 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, Or like... (laughs) Just at the moment, it's like, Mum, register for this, register for that. Yeah. Especially my kids, they fucking do everything. They do everything. Do you know, I cannot stand it. What What I love most, Mrs. Woog, is that you have these ridiculous overachieving children. But they don't come from me. And yet, and yet you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, can you not just come home and sit on the lounge like a normal, normal teenager? Kid. Normal kid. Like this morning. <laughs> Can you fill out this? Because everyone else would be like, oh, well, you know, my child, you oh. know, my child Tarquin, he's off and he does dance on Tuesdays and Thursdays and, and then he does aerobics. Yes, aerobics. <laughs> I know. Do you realise how physically strenuous that is? Meanwhile, you're just going, oh, for fuck's sake, do I need to buy your leg warmers now? Oh, no. And I have to yell out, stop dancing. Stop fucking dancing. <laughs> I can hear it from my room. <laughs> get an email this morning Harry's been chosen to represent the school at this tennis tournament like I'm like Harry you haven't picked up a fucking racket in two years he goes oh yeah. I just had a had a crack I'm like oh where did they get this just it's from their father I'd blame I'd blame Mr. Oh, and look oh, cricket and rugby and dancing and aerobics and drama and he's in the fucking musical and Oh, I just want normal, boring children <laughs> that have an addiction to something on a screen. Yeah, well, that's it would I'm, be cheaper because my place. Because I'm just going. Oh, hundred bucks. What's a fucking rat exam? A what exam? Some dance exam. Oh, oh and there's another two hundred bucks for that. Anyway, can you send some money, please? Yeah. Well, I have the delight <laughs> of the sixth grade camp this term. Do I know how much it costs to send a kid to Canberra for like? $300. Yeah, $386 or something. They still do that fucking trip. Yeah. I mean, it's great. And then they I'm get so, so sorry. I'm a bit sweary today. Uh, they, um, you really are. Normally that's me and it's, you're taking up the... Oh, well, I'm getting my period on Friday. Oh, yeah. So I'm already hemorrhaging like a, you know, I don't know, a wounded, I don't know, bullet. Uh, that's a very... I don't know where that's going. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so he's got that, and then he's got yeah, just all the all the extracurricular stuff that you do because if you don't do it, then you're a bad parent. And then we're like, we're going to pay for this. Mm. What about those people who have ten kids? How do they do it? I don't know. I think you can register yourself as a not-for-profit charity. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Once you've got a certain number of people, you can actually claim like charitable status, and mm-hmm. then you don't pay tax, and you get all this shit for free. Mm. I should have just kept breathing. Okay. Oh, gosh. Now my uterus would have just fallen out. I felt like I was going to fall out with Grover. Um, speaking of periods, I've got it on the board here to talk about because that's all anyone can talk about at our age. It's at all we're talking about. It, on the on the Facebook page, it's all we're all talking about. I know that I It's all can... my friends. That's all we talk about. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but before it was never a problem. But now I have to sort of organize myself around my cycle because yesterday i had to lie down because of my period i haven't had to lie down for my period in my entire life what's going on uh it's called being perimenopausal i think 
we should do a, a podcast about that. We should do a that. podcast about that. So all this, so women know that they're not alone. You are not alone. Um, so I went and saw my, when I saw my GP about it the other day, I'm mildly anemic. She said, oh, that just could be your heavy periods. And, um, and she was just like, get a marina. And I'm like, no, I don't want a marina. Why? And I'm like, uh, because of all the other things, factors within my health profile recipe it's not a good idea why because my psychiatrist said that because it releases progesterone we don't need to be mucking around with my hormone levels because <laughs> did you, you say know, it with a punch i was by that point i said because i love her to death and she's awesome and i'm just like what is it with medical professionals and their belief that the marina is somehow the you know the golden yeah. chalice of you know well, women I've, of our age. I've had one, and it and it, it, it sort of knocked me around a little bit. Just seeing her at the door. Sure. Uh, yes. So um, I'm now. I could maybe. I think I might actually have low levels of progesterone. So maybe it would actually be really good. But I have my. I have been to Helen back with my mental health, and my mental health at the moment is really good, and really stable, and really up. And I'm just not going to risk it. I will find other ways of managing it. Um, so low progesterone, if you have low progesterone, the three main things that it will give you are headaches or migraines, tick, mood change, anxiety, depression, tick, irregularity in your menstrual cycle, tick. So I think there's probably a lot of us. And, of course, progesterone changes with your whole your whole cycle. Okay, so progesterone is the male hormone. No, that's testosterone. Testosterone. Progesterone, progesterone is the hormone that's released that you actually need to fall pregnant. Like, I mean, in terms of it... it, yep. it um, Producing the... Uh, it makes the uterus ready to get a have a fetus attach and do <laughs> what it's meant to do. What it's all meant to do. Yeah. So often women who have low, proge- low progesterone or women who are struggling to fall pregnant will often find that they might have low progesterone levels. Um, but obviously once you start to go through menopause then and all your hormones go to hell in a handbasket, that's when it can also become quite a thing. So uh, I am seeing my amazing, awesome gyno next week. I'm seeing him on Monday. Here, And I'm going to hear. Here to ride. What the fuck? <laughs> because, quite frankly, like, uh, I don't need Niagara Falls for a few no, days no, no. and then and then it not arrive for another 40 days. And then, you know, uh, anyway, I'm blathering. But, yeah, periods, they really suck when you're going through menopause and... Lots of women have found what works for them. Many are using a cup and then wearing modibod or similar undies. Um, <laughs> many of us are just hanging near the toilet. And many of us just write it off and <laughs> just stay home and, you know, go through certainly not go wearing... through a tampon in, in, you know, sub two hours. We're certainly not wearing a white bikini and going surfing like they show in the ads. No, there's certainly no frolicking on a beach. And, of course, my tried and tested period pain... Recipe, two napragesic with a glass of wine. It doesn't matter if it's seven o'clock in the morning, girls. <laughs> you just this came from a friend of mine who works in the television industry, and didn't could you know she was on the road reporting, um, and she swore by it. And I have passed that little tip on to many women. I think it should be put out as a government, uh, a government um, endorsed endorsed. <laughs> oh, in other migraine news, my 
Uh, GP suggested I take a triple the normal dose of aspirin, the first sign of it arriving. Um, she said that's one of the first treatments a neurologist will do for someone with migraine. So I did that last night and um, it just didn't do anything except make me feel weird. Can we just point out that neither of us are doctors and we're just going <laughs> on advice that we either, it's folklore yeah, or, or someone so, yeah, that we so read on the back of a toilet somewhere in an airport. I ended up just feeling really hot and not getting to sleep for about an hour and a half. It was just weird. And then I still woke up with the headache, but it wasn't a full bone migraine. So maybe it stopped it becoming a migraine. But our friend Amanda said to have caffeine. And no, yeah, caffeine is also good. So, yeah, maybe I need a DC today. Oh, I'll put one in the freezer for you. Oh. I know. Look at that. I know. She made my bed for me today. I know. We're in love. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's um, yeah, that's a little bit of an update in that regard. Um, um, I want to just put out a little shout out to the women of the Woogs World's Wise Women community, which is oh, yes. another Facebook page. Um, there is a movement happening now that people are sharing the fact that they have done their health shit for the year they have had their boobs done their pap smears their bloods done and so every time one of them does it they go on there and say today i am getting my blah blah blah." and it's so good because like fucking this cancer shit it's just 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 too many every day and and i just think we've got to get on top of it now and having said that i still haven't put i still haven't done mine Mm -hmm. despite receiving a letter from the government a letter from my gp a registered letter from my GP to know that I do, but I'm going to do it next because I'm about to get my period now. And then I kept saying, and yeah. then I got a mini period in the middle of my two periods. Uh, just, yeah, anyway, no excuses. You ring me. Yeah. Next week. Yes. Well, yes. Actually, before you go today, I'm going to make the appointment. There you go. Yeah, there okay. we go. Um, but yeah, well done to everyone who's getting that done. Yes. Well. I had my bloods done. All I don't my bloods want to done. get my bloods done because I don't want to find out I'm sick. Oh my god. Guys, can you all just see me putting my head in my hands? You just you just completely contradicted exactly what you just said. I know, I'm saying yay for them, but I've got this fear that they're gonna like type in and the word cancer's gonna come up. And what if it does? Well then I'm gonna just like Oh Jesus Kim, I don't know. Exactly. Well, t- take the take the fear out of it. Just go. Okay, what if that what if that comes up? What will I do then? Well, then I'll see this specialist. Then I'll see an oncologist. Then I'll have that done, oh, and then I'll do that, like and then I'll just go down that path, and that's what I'll do. I don't have cancer. No, you don't. So I should just go and fucking be a grown up. Correct. Thank you. Mm. A bit of tough love here today on the hot flush. Um, um, yeah. So back to me. I had my uh, I had my bloods done, and you know what else I did? Do you remember we were talking about this last year, and you got really cranky at me? The poo doctor. The poo doctor. I went to see the poo doctor on Monday, Tuesday, Monday. What's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I went and saw him on Monday. I'm What's, going... Is that a proctologist? No, it's a gastroenterologist. What's a proctologist? He looks at your ass. See, I would think those like two the things. actual sphincter and the. I would think those two stuff. are quite related. That's a pro, you know. Pro so tell process. me what what happened at the poo doctor, Kim? Well, A, he's so lovely. <laughs> B, he's very good looking. C, he's quite young, and D, he's gay. <laughs> and so we sat there and had this whole conversation about Mardi Gras this weekend. <laughs> and he wants to, you know, look up my bum and look down my throat. <laughs> I actually said, not with the same tube, I hope. <laughs> I bet you've never heard that. Oh, so funny. 
things I do and I'm nervous. I'm nervous, that's the same as me. <laughs> then, I say inappropriate and, um, things all the time. And he was like, I can't do it next Tuesday because it's, you know, I, I'm fully booked. And he goes, mind you, that's like two days after Mardi Gras. You wouldn't want me operating on you there anyway. And I just went, oh, God, you're so awesome. <laughs> He's so cool. Uh, yes, so we are doing an endoscopy and a colonoscopy and Why? bloods and poos. Why? What's wrong with you? Because of the chronic pooing. Oh. The diarrhea and the exploding ass and the eating and then ten minutes later having to go to the toilet and it's and I said I said so I had my gallbladder out and he goes oh yeah when did you have that done I said oh, a couple of years ago and he goes well in your referral it says two thousand and nine <laughs> and I went wow okay so for ten years I've had this <laughs> I said but it's definitely got worse in the last year and a half two years or I just am now just sick of it and he's like going okay you're gonna have to wear a nappy. <laughs> And so he was talking about when you get your gallbladder out and it releases bile and to digest fatty stuff. But when you don't have a gallbladder, that bile just drips in constantly and that that can cause chronic diarrhea in some people who've had their gallbladder out, which obviously. So it might be that. Do you wonder why we weren't nominated for the podcast of the year? I don't know, because we are seriously a public health service. (laughs) We should probably we should probably be able to apply for charity status. <laughs> if not because people feel sorry for us, but because we are just doing such a service by talking about our own, you know, propensity to shit and uh, and drip and bleed and sneeze um, to let everyone else know that they're not on their own. Oh, do you know what happened to me the other day? I went to the toilet, did a big wee, morning wee. Yeah. Stood up, sneezed, and weed a bit more. <sighs> Just been to the toilet. You know when, um, you know when, fucking kids. You know when you and uh, Mr. Wook were leaving Oscar's party on Saturday night. Yeah, and Mr. Wook couldn't speak because he and was Rob, so fucking dry. And then Rob was out the front with you guys, and of course it's really dark down our side path because we can't get the the caps off the lights because they've rusted on because we live near the beach. So and everyone out the front, they're all grandmaing me, just going, "Don't trip, don't trip." So I tripped, and as I tripped, does we just went. <laughs> going through the same exactly. thing and if they're not then they're fucking lying yes they are they um, are okay i want to talk about this yes right there's a special type of person in the world there are people who are positive and there are people who are negative and you you, you come across them both when you seek some customer service yes you do okay my favorite sort of people say Let me see what I can do. Now, you've got a very good example of why these people are brilliant. Could you I sh- do. care to share? So, I found out yesterday that... Just a big backlash back about like, a car accident. Had a car accident on Friday. Um, s- someone ran into the back of me 
and I fortuitously had stopped in time to not hit the taxi in front. Although I would have been not perturbed to have hit the taxi because he had actually cut me off before any of this had actually happened. So but it's all then, his fault. But he, um, yeah, so I'd stopped and then it was raining and I had to stop suddenly and then they had to stop suddenly and they, brakes locked, slammed into the back of me. And it was basically an ambulance. Like it's the same van thing they use for an ambulance. So it hit me with a fair bit of force. And and when it happened, I just went, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I didn't, never been hit from behind before I did and everything in my little console beside my steering wheel just came flying out at my head so it was like my tweezers <laughs> a, pair of, a pair of nail clippers a little mirror <laughs> like I was flying but like I'm well, fine except for the you know tweezers embedded in my head anyway um so yes so uh I ring the insurer yesterday um, to find out what's happening and what's the process. And and they said, uh, well, because you've been hit from behind, the actual assessment process takes seven business days. I went, excuse me? See, that makes no sense to me. And, and she said, well, because it's not just a panel. They're not just looking at panels. They have to actually put the car up and look at every single part of the yeah. chassis. And, you know. and I'm going, that oh. makes a bit more sense. And I'm like, oh. I'm going, right, so they're not even going to start doing anything to the car until next Wednesday. And she goes, oh, let me just, oh, well, you weren't at fault. Also, you can have a, we can organise a car for you if that would make your life easier. And I went, ah, yeah, in my head going, what in the fuck? Of course it makes my life easier. Anyway, so she told me I was going to get, what is this small car? Double AMI. But virtually every insurance company in Australia is owned by Suncorp. So really, you know, whoever. And she said, oh, look, it's just going to be a small car. And I went, oh, look, that's fine, like just so long as I've got wheels. And so I go to pick it up today and I go in and the guy goes, right, so, okay, so what sort of car do you drive now? And I said, oh, Volkswagen Transporter. And he goes, well, they haven't given you anything like that. And I said, no, she told me it was going to be little. And then he did. And then he said, hmm, let me see what I can do. <laughs> Love people who and are now I'm driving a fancy car. It is. What is it? It's a Volkswagen Tiguan. 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 And it's like... It's red. It's red. I've always wanted to drive a red car. Except, oddly, the um, Bluetooth worked on the way home and now it doesn't work. It's so just getting used to you. Yeah. Um, it's so smooth. Like, when you go around corners and stuff, it's like really... You hardly even have to do anything. and People that say, let me see what I can do. I love it when you in, uh, you line up for uh, to check in on a flight. Yep. When you go and check in into a hotel. Yes. When you are trying to get a table somewhere. Mm. You know, those people, they have they should have a little badge or something. Like, you know, Order of Australia people. Yeah. They, they should have a little badge <laughs> just saying, I'm helpful. Come and see me. Don't see that other lady because yes. she's a bitch. Yeah. I'm not a cunt. Oh, it's not a word that we tend to use on the podcast, Kim. Oh, not that often. Only once an episode. (laughs) Well, then we've used it, haven't we? Anyway, so shout out to all those people that see. Let me see what I can do. Also, when you go to the school to make multiple payments for activities that your children do, and you see if there's, like, is there any chance that we can round any of this down? Let me see what I can do. When you ask them for discounts for things, yeah. let me see what I can do. When you go to Country Road and you see Judy <laughs> and you say, do you have this Sims 14? And she said, let me see what I can do. Shout out to Judy. 
Uh, can we also do a shout out to uh, Country Road at David Jones yes. at Oringa Mall? Yes, we can. Uh, it was Oscar's 21st birthday on Monday. We had a big party for him on Saturday night. And uh, the Woogs gave him a $50 David Jones gift card. So on Sunday, he took himself down to the mall and took himself into David Jones because he wanted to buy some new clothes with that with the money. Which, of course, warms the cockles of my heart. I know, right? It's like he knew. Like It was like he knew the only thing he could spend it on would be clothes. Anyway, he came home with the most delightful button shirt and jaunty pair of chinos I've ever seen, both from Country Road, both were on sale, came to like $49.90, no, $48.20 or something. If they were full price, it would have been 189 And he looked so dapper. And so a shout out to Country Road in David Jones at Ringle Mall and our friend Richie's uh, wife works there, mm-hmm. and she and Richie rang me to tell me who it was. I think her name's Bertie, but I'm not entirely sure. But I, I have to follow that up because I want. Yes, you must let them know. I want Country Road to know, and I want you know the world. To know. I want the world to know, and she needs something lovely because she's a good human. She does. We want the world to know. We're going to have a quick break. We're going to come back and discuss headbands, Lady Gaga, and Netflix, and then we're going to answer your questions and comments. Oh, so we'll be back in a mo. Okay. Who do you want to be? You be um, Bradley. Okay. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? Obsessed with this song? Oh, so obsessed. Ready? Tell (laughs) Really obsessed. Tell me something, boy. Oh, how good is she? She You know, know, and you're probably all sick of hearing about Lady Gaga. But I'm going to talk about it for a few minutes. Yeah, and if you are, we'll just have a good hard look at yourselves because she's awesome. She has been around for such a long time and she won, obviously, an Oscar for Best Song. Duh, like, as if she wasn't going to win that. But her speech was so remarkable and so heartfelt and normally I just, the speeches just bore me and they're like, you know, I want to thank you. But she really looked down the barrel of that camera and spoke to me and said... Every time you get knocked down, get back up again. Yep. Like, And if you've got a dream, you've just got to keep going for it. And she's the epitome of that because I watched a Netflix documentary called Gaga 5 Foot 2. How good is it? And she was talking about like how, you know, she, she was going to have to have sex with people to get there in the end if she wanted to be. And she didn't. She just stuck to her own guns yep. and worked hard and got knocked down and got back up again. Yep. And now look at her. And she's had some major sort of health stuff as and well. And she's the toast of Town. And... We're all now impregnated with Gaga Bradley Cooper babies. So that's fine. Oh, I loved it how everyone got so hysterical about that. How great was it? Yeah. I just loved it. And then so on, much. on 
social media, people go, don't you feel sorry for his wife? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, yeah. for fuck's sake, it's not his wife. It's a it's a model fembot. So, no, that's She's terrible. She's pretty beautiful. She's gorgeous. Um, Someone was having a dig about her fake moustache. <laughs> Terrible. Humans are terrible. Dreadful. Um, and look, you know, and I just think it's so nice to just have a bit of silliness, like yeah. about the, you know, I've watched that performance and now I'm pregnant. And all these people <laughs> just going, they're just act- they're actors, they're acting. Oh, just put a pipe in it. Like it's just a bit of fun. God. Anyway. Anyway. That's enough. Of they that. do they do come off being quite realistic. Oh my love. god. <laughs> the eyes. Like the lust the lust eyes. Do you find him attractive? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm. Mm. And uh, he, you know, I mean, he tends to play quite a similar type of character um in most of his movies, although some he doesn't, but I just yeah, I just like him. Mm. Yeah. I don't I've never heard of the one who won. The best picture. I've never oh heard of that. well, it's highly it, contentious. It's, yeah, well, it's a you know, it's it's, it's a racist, isn't it? Well, it's a black man's. Well, the book was written by the driver who was Green white. Book. Yes, and the actual the book that the movie's based on was, but it really, ugh, it's not great. And I've got to tell you, I I reckon that the the more mature lady rocked the red carpet this mm. year. Oh, they showed. Can we talk about Olivia Coleman's speech? speech. She was awesome. <laughs> the older ladies rocked that red carpet. They showed those youngins how to do it with they a bit did. of style and pizzazz and keep their did. flaps inside their underpants. Oh, look, it was one thing for me for my flap to fall out of my swimming cosy at Byron Bay. At least I had Mrs. Continuously. Wu there. Continuously. Mrs. Wu there to just go flap in. But, but seriously, how much is worth a squillion dollars? Like, what are you get flaps out Kendall, for? Kendall, yes. Kardashian. It just looks uncomfortable. She wouldn't have flaps. She'd be like a flat. She'd be like the Ferrari flaps. You know, they'd just be flat. There'd be no. Got a no... mom's pubis, if you must know. Well, I, well, you know that I've got a very plump mom's pubis. No, but that bits oh, your yeah. that bits your labia. They're your flaps. Is your labia? Have you got oh, a loose labia or a, like you know live labia? Oh, okay. We're really scraping the bottom of the barrel today. <laughs> Okay. It's because you're tired. You've taken the eye for the price, so I'm off the chain. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mum. Okay, so another thing that happened when we were in Bar and Bay is that we did a little shopping, and I bought these pants, which yeah, I really love. They are um, really I nice. bought a cool dress, and I bought. Uh, we walked into this really lovely shop whose name I can't remember. Helpful. Mimosa and something. Okay. God, I hate double-barreled names like no. that. Feel. Anyway, and mimosa or something. Whatever. Primrose. Primrose and mimosa. Oh, how I mean, could it be called anything else? How fucking pretentious. Oh, hello. I, let's have a shop in Bar and Bay. Anyway, I did like this shop and there was a row of headbands. And we went in. I went, awesome. I've been looking for these. And they had them in every colour, texture, fabric. And I've gone I went straight for this olive green satin one. I popped it on. I went, done. And then Kim goes... And it's disgusting. I did not say that was disgusting. I went, anyway, who oh. would wear that? No, I don't think I said that either. <laughs> and then what happened? Me. And then I and I said, I can't. It's just that I can't wear them. Phyllis. Phyllis and Mimosa. What's my nan's name, Phyllis? Um, I just, I can't wear hats, right? I put a hat on and I, I seriously look like the, I, I look like a troll. And so, and it doesn't matter what sort of hat it is. It, it just doesn't work on my head. And um, not 
helped by my mum when I was a teenager and I wore a hat and she laughed at me and she and she put a hat on she goes I can wear any sort of hat I've got a head for a hat and I but you don't or something you know it was that was the, oh mums aren't they fabulous that was the subtext well you know isn't it funny how you carry that around with you for the rest of your life yeah I know I learned a lot about that from my psyche yeah crystal, crystal cleanser yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway continue um yes so I really just put headbands into the same category as a hat and then I popped one on my head, didn't oh, I? Didn't she fancy herself? Oh, I was strutting around Phyllis and Mimosa <laughs> like I owned the joint. It was a great shop. It was a great shop. How many did you end up buying? Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so she's gone from, they're fucking revolting. Like, oh my God, I could never wear one of those. So now I've got three. <laughs> And she looks fabulous. And they're great. And they are. They're just jaunty and they make you feel all sort of like... Girlish and coquette. Yes. What's that word? Co- coquettish. Coquettish. What yes. does that mean? Is uh, that a potato that you put in the... That's a no, they're croquettes. Oh. Isn't that Ooh, a game you croquette. play? No, that's croquet. Hey, oh. If you're coquettish, it means you're sort of like... Um, uh, like uh, flirty and our friend Amanda is coquettish, behaving in such a way as to suggest a playful sexual attraction, flirtatious. But they do; <laughs> they make you feel coquettish. It's such like this sort word. of little girly sort of like, <laughs> oh yes, and I have boobs too. Have you? Are seen you them? a fan of the headband? Mm. I am. Kim is. We endorse. Fashion endorsement. We endorse. Yes. Well, I'll be off to Fashion Week next week. Do you know I've been writing fashion the last couple well, of days? Well, this is, this is uh, we're talking headbands, your whole, look, the, the boiler suit. The boiler suit? I couldn't wear a boiler suit. Oh, God, can you imagine the hair? Boil. I did an article on the pros and cons of wearing boiler suit. Yeah. Um, I, just, then, I just don't want to wear anything where I have to get completely nude to go to, to the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah, that's why I like tankinis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I wrote about getting your colours done. Yes. Which was very big back in the 80s. <gasps> yes, I was so thrilled when I was a winter. I was so worried I was going to be like an autumn or something where they had to wear, Brown. where you could wear browns and corals. And oranges. Yeah. Mm. Um, new favourite on Netflix. What, does it, what do you mean? <gasps> oh, so two shows that you must all watch immediately is Russian Doll. Which is yeah, I only got two into two fantastic. episodes. Fantastic! I got bored. Oh really? Mm. No, no, you must persist. No, I get why. I get why you would walk away at two oh, episodes. Oh, it's going to be one of those like Groundhog Day sort of things. Yeah, yeah, but but it's more nuanced than that. It's really good. Okay, I'll try. Just, I yeah, have heard that going. you must persist. And then the other one, which I've just started watching this week, The Umbrella Academy. It's based on a comic, and it's about a group of seven kids who were were you know. Weird, weird births, um, you know, by women who weren't pregnant until that day, and then they're collected by this eccentric man, and he raises them, and they've all got sort of superpowers of some What's a it superpower of some sort. Um, that sounds dreadful. Umbrella Academy, and now they're all adults, and and the eccentric old man has just died, and oh. it's fabulous. The characters awful. The characters are amazing. The story is really interesting. The plot points are great. It builds suspense. I cannot recommend it enough. It's just so good. Um, Sounds dreadful. Um, Yeah, you go back to your Married at First Sight. (laughs) Yeah, off you go. I do not watch that. (laughs) How dare you insinuate that I watch such rubbish. (laughs) Shut up. Um, No, I watch Dirty John. Couldn't watch it. I binge watched it and then I just got so anxious. Yeah. The dog barked and I'd jump 
And yeah. like then I thought he was coming to get me, so I've stopped watching that. I'm on, um, I'm on hiatus. On. Is it? Is it more than one episode? Is it a whole? Is yeah. it a series? Yeah. Oh my god! So it's not just that first bit. That first. It's not just a little movie. It's not a movie. It's a series. It's a series. <gasps> I got 25 minutes into the first episode and just went fuck this for a joke. Like Eric Banner is scaring the living fuck, fuck out, out of me. me. Yeah, exactly. He should he should win an Oscar for that. Yeah, he's the scariest man. And it's like Do I you can't know, our watch family, this. It just made me so anxious. Used to have a house on Mackerel Beach. Um, and he used to rent the one next to us. So I used to sit on the ferry with him. And if I was on the ferry with him now, I would be swimming. I would not be on a ferry with that man. He's frightening. (laughs) And that stupid woman. Yes, but, you know, this is the thing, though. How many times do we do this sort of thing Mm. where where someone's a bit off kilter or a bit, you know, and we give them the benefit of the doubt and we keep giving them the benefit we're too kind. It just was. I and just women, watch it. we always try and fix people, and it's just yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's going to segue nicely into some of our reader questions. Oh, okay. What have we got today? What have we got today? Which window shall we look through? I'm going to choose a square one. A square window. Okay. You're a square. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Karen Turner Halpin says, Yay, I can't wait. And I wrote back, That's lovely, but that's not a question or a comment. <laughs> uh, we've talked about Pell, even though someone said, Please don't talk about Pell. Um, we've talked about Pell, and that's the beginning of the episode. Roxanne, okay, I'm not going to say surname, I was in trouble last time. How do you deal with a grotty dispute between your older sister over, of all things, a Bible before mum passed away? I'm really sorry about that, Roxanne. That's just terrible she told me that she wanted me to have the bible as i was the only one who ever read the bible or set foot in a church big sister claims that she is the eldest and she should have it it's own it's the only heirloom belonging that i would have as all the jewelry boxes special jewelry etc have been divided amongst my three sisters i think you've got to play play the long game with this one just walk away is it going to be worth no is it it's not is it about the Bible or is it about something else? I think for you, Roxanne, it's about the Bible. I think for your sister, it's about winning. Yeah. So you've got to assess, is it worthwhile having an ongoing battle with your sister? Mm. And I get that you might have had a special connection with your mother. Um, so you either put your foot down, you say, it's coming with me, and then you have the consequences. I don't know, your sister might be a bit of a narcissist. Um, and she might be, and you're all hurting. This is the thing. This is what grief does. Yeah. And I think, um, like in any of these major life changing, hugely emotional moments, you have to stand there and think, I want to look back on this and not remember the Bible. No. And not, um, feel ashamed of how I, not regret anything I've said and not feel ashamed of how I behaved. And just, I want to be able to look back and see that I held myself with dignity and that I treated everyone with respect and that I don't have any regrets from how I managed myself through that time. And I think you, you just... you've got some good advice. And I think it's Even really... Even you can't do aerobics. <laughs> you've got some very good advice. And I think it's really, um, I think it's really upsetting for you and particularly considering you're, you know, you have that sort of, that connection um, in terms of your faith, but it's just... It's at the end of the day, it is just a possession. Did I make you cry? Yeah, a little bit. Aww. A little bit, because that was good. That was good. And so I think, yeah, that's what I think is you yes. just have to... And, and as again, I don't, 
I know when we lost our stepdad a couple of years ago, uh, grief is something that you can never, and that's the no. first time I really ever felt it. And yeah. the family sort of, it just reverberated through the family and there was some not nice things that were going on. Yeah. And it was just, it wasn't anyone's fault. It's just that... It's just everyone's hurting. It's some people, some people know, some people can navigate that better than others. Yeah, I'm not very good at it. I don't think many people are. No. And how, you know, and you, and that's not something you're, you're ever going to know until you're in it. Mm. I hope that you can move forward, Roxanne. Kelly, guilt. When you take self-care time or days, how do you get past all of the things that you should be doing and just some time or a day to yourself? Why do men never feel shit for taking time out for themselves, but women do? So... I I really struggled with this with Byron, didn't I? Mm. Like I felt really guilty about going, um, particularly considering my current financial status. And Rob pointed out to me that my current financial status and having some time away with some friends after a particularly torrid few months of just life mm-hmm. are not related. They're two separate standalone events and, you know, just go and and recharge and have time just for you mm. because it makes you better for everyone. I agree. I um, Of course, I kind of undid it then on the way back, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> and didn't she, didn't she, she's, I've never seen anyone sleep so much. It was so exciting. She I slept was... in, she would have naps, she would have a gin and tonic at 12 and take herself off to bed for a few hours. It was <laughs> Fabulous. Um, I don't have a problem in doing it because for me, it's about my mental health. Yeah. Um, and that's my number one priority. I, I prioritize that over everything because yeah. if I'm feeling great, then everything works. Yeah. If I'm feeling shitty, everything falls to pieces. So I put on my own oxygen mask first before I assist others. Yeah. Um, and if I'm feeling like I need to lie on the couch for an afternoon, I just like, you know what I do? I run around and put things in drawers and then I just... Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like a messy house anyway, so my house is never really out of, out control. of control. But, yeah, or I will look and I will actually um, put it in the diary, mental health day. Yeah. Go get my nails done. Yeah. Go and have lunch with friends and then... My shrink actually said you have to diarise it. Yeah, you have to put it in your diary. Because otherwise you will find an excuse yeah. not to do it. Yeah. And then people say, can you do this on this day? And you go, no. Mm. That's like my huffy puffy. I know I whinge about it a lot, but I prioritise that too because it's all connected to my mental health. So if people say it's on Monday morning or Friday morning, can we do this? I go, no. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's a paid gig. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that that uh, don't feel guilty, Kelly. You're a good woman and you need to, you know, it doesn't have to be a day. It can be like an yeah. afternoon. Kelly, you're like, wow. Kelly's on the on a roll with the questions. Okay. Hey, she's talking about um, uh, uh, Billy Porter wearing the tuxedo dress. With, the, with the incredible oh, dress, right? I think he owned it. He owned it. But Kelly's making raising a really good point here in that um, incredibly uh, pro-equality, gender, doesn't, you know, has no problems with the LGP, L- LGBTQI community, like all of that, but then saw him in this outfit and it jarred. Okay. Now, I don't think that's, I think that's fine, so long as you acknowledge that you've jarred. And I think she has. And you did. 
And I think that... And she says that she genuinely disliked herself because she it's all about what you do to make you feel good. Well, I think it's also, Kelly, is that we're not used to seeing a man strap down the exactly. red carpet in a fabulous tuxedo dress. And let me say, when Rob started to wear a skirt, like probably for the first couple of weeks, months maybe even, I would find that I was really clocking people looking at us, people looking at him. Yep. And it really annoyed me that I was doing that. Yep. And now I don't. Now I don't do it at all. No. And I think that's part of it. It's like it's exposure. It's to like it. it's exposure. Mm. So it's just like I don't. Anyone, whatever your whatever your sexuality, you go for it. But then when you see a gay couple kiss, or that can be really confronting if you haven't seen it before. Mm. And it's just because it's just because it's new and you haven't seen it before. So while you've on principle, you've got no problem with it. Yeah. When you actually say, and I think that this is just part of it, mm. and that's why I actually think it was. I mean, apart from the fact he just slayed oh, it, like, yeah. oh my god! Apart from that, god, he looked this amazing. Is, this stuff is so important. It's so important that he came out and look he at his posture, and he rocked it. Yeah. And did you see him like with the cameras? He just stood there, and his partner was just sort of like, you know, look at so him. smug, but he just like was work it, work it. So, yeah, Kelly, I reckon that's a really, I think you're being a real, like, really mature and really grown up about it. Yep. Good on you. Lisa says, I was just pissed that he looked better than I ever would. Yeah. And Alison agrees with that. I think your discomfort may be a lack of familiarity. Yep. Okay. Our friend Yale. When are you too old for dinner after seven? (laughs) I went away with a group of women on the weekend and at 50, I was the youngest by six years. I wanted to book a restaurant. And they only had a table at 8. Everyone said, no, that's too late. We all agreed to 6.30. But I'm used to eating early with the kids. On, but on a girls' weekend, I could easily eat later. Do I only have five years left to enjoy European-style dining? <laughs> okay, so when we were away, we went to a restaurant called Bang Bang. I went on the website to book. And they could either have us at 9 or 5.30. And I said, 9 or 5.30. And I went, 5.30! We had the rest of the evening for, for games and activities. Fun and frivolities. <laughs> um, oh, I'm a big fan of eating early because I, I get tired. Well, you, and you, go, you know, you, you're an early to better, so you tend to go to bed early. Yeah. And so you tend to eat early. And, yeah, sure. Look, I reckon when you go away, you can. But I also just find... Uh, I don't know. I just want to like sleep as well when I eat late. You know oh what? my god, I'm so old. I reckon you've got to bring back the lunches. The girls' lunch weekend, lunches on yeah. the girls' weekends. They're so much fun. Yeah. Um, or even a brunch. I would have been happy with a brunch. There's a bit too much beach going for my liking, but you know, like a brunch is good because you saunter out at about ten, and you can sit there and get sozzled and for a couple of hours, you know, and then you can go home, have a sleep, and have a toasted sandwich so for dinner. We finally get. This one down to the beach <laughs> after all of her, like, I hate the beach. I'm not a beach person. I haven't so many years. I'll have to buy a swimsuit. All my flaps are sticking out. You know, just came up with every excuse. And when we got there, there had been a shark attack and the beach was closed. <laughs> but that didn't deter us. No, we still Because we just made sure there were children out. <laughs> yeah. What did we call them? Bait. <laughs> did we call snacks? Snacks. <laughs> snacks. Plenty of snacks out there in front of us. Oh, okay, Here's Joe. one for you, Joe. Yes. Read um, it. I would... No, I... read out the question. Oh, sorry. Okay, yes. Dickhead. Yes. <laughs> I forgot how this worked. Um, 
I have a soon-to-be 16-year-old son who has a useless father. Mm. We all know about those. Uh, well, not all of us. Some of us are married to good men. Um, I am the one who had to teach him to shave and have the sex talk. Makes me feel so sad. No, don't, because you would have done a far better job than what he would have done anyway, Joe. So just let go of that. Um, anyway, it appears he's very hairy like his dad. You really, that was a poor choice. Um, <laughs> as in legs and butt cheeks, he told me last night. He has oh. low self-esteem as it is and refuses oh. to wear shorts, but he tells me it's his bum which really worries him. What do you think about laser hair removal? A, for a 16-year-old boy, and B, on butt cheeks. Does anyone have experience with hairy boys? Is waxing the way to go at all? Go, yeah, go instead. No. Go, go, go laser. laser. Laser, straight off the bat. And do it now. Do it now. The laser clinics, whatever they're called, laser care clinics or laser... They're what, everywhere. They're everywhere. They're like, they're like they service are stations. fantastic. And when they have, they have specials on, they do heaps of men. I've talked to them about it when I've gone in and had my bits done. And they, they're just awesome. Just get it done. I, I honestly agree. Like, if there's something that bothers you that much and it's, it's damaging your self-esteem, yep. change it. That's like our friend Kerry Sackville had one ear that stuck out bigger than the others and it bothered her her whole life and she just got it pinned back. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he's at such that age now. That um, and I've got one of the same age. So important. And, and if he said, "Mum, this is bothering me," I would fucking change it. Yeah, and I bet if he's you got hairy butt cheeks, then he's going to have a hairy back, and he's just going to be so self-conscious if they have to swim at school and yeah, they want to go to the beach and, and do it now because and then it, it will you never have grow to take. Back. So it takes up to about ten sessions, but you don't need to do all ten. Like I have, I've had like five, I think, and what I do you still, get lasered. All down, everything from my belly button down. Okay. Mm. I did have my armpits done, remember? And I was really sad. Now I have my hairy pits back because I only got them done once. <sighs> um, no, so seriously, um, Joe, just yes. do it. And they have specials on all the time, and you can buy a, a bank of them. So buy like I don't know, however many you want, and. What he has to do is they shave the night before and then they go. you go in and you get it lasered and then four weeks later you get it done again and then four weeks later you get it done again. And it will eventually be at a point that it doesn't grow back and he will feel so much better about himself. I'm always a big believer in throwing some money at the problem. He should also get his ball sack done because that's much nicer for women or men, depending I on what he likes. I don't think I want to talk about teenagers' ball sack. Thank you very much. Well, no, but we're just, you know. Okay, Donna asks... Strategies to get back to sleep after waking for a hot flush or bladder break. Don't like the morning after a sleeping effect, uh, the morning after sleep effect of sleeping pills. Also, how does Pell get his lies shared in newspapers after court <laughs> You, Donna, sounds like you are living in my brain right now, jumping from one thing to the other. Okay, strategies to get back to sleep. I suggest don't stress. Which is easier said than done. Yeah. And I was talking to my mum yesterday and I said, Mum, I like, I just, I couldn't sleep. I, don't know. I tossed and turned till midnight. And then I go, okay, looking at the clock is not going to make you go to sleep. Yeah. Looking at the clock is not going to make you go to sleep. Lie there and not think about anything. Do you, I get up and actually like just get up. Yeah. A lot of people do that. And just like sort of walk through the house. Depending on how awake I am, I may even watch some telly. Um, and then I just go back to bed and uh, when I start to feel, you can start to feel your body get a bit heavy yeah. again and then I'll go back to bed. Otherwise, if I'm not, if I'm just doing that weird awake thing where you're just lying there and your body feels weird, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else. Or of if course you're it just, does. Because you know, if you're having flagging, a hot flush. 
Um, I just use a Spotify playlist of like nighttime music. There's like ones for like sleep or you know. Oh, awesome! Yeah, they've just they're just Spotify ones. They're not ones I've made, and you have it on really low, and they work. And so I use them with Grover like almost every night because Grovey just takes he just needs that calming to just get him off mm, to sleep mm. so that's a really that's sleep what i do is something that i think we're going to do a deep dive into at some point um because it seems to be a topic that's coming up a lot with the 40 plus ladies sleep, sleep. oh god and and also the other thing to do donna is that i believe in sleep banking so um i got the kids off to school this morning and i just i had another shitty sleep so i went back to bed and didn't get up until this one came knocking on the door you won't say what time um but if you need the sleep, it will come to you. But mm. when you get overtired, you get, remember when you had a baby and it was overtired and it was yeah. hysterical and you yeah. were just like, fuck, you just got to go to sleep, mate. You just <laughs> pop them off to bed, even though all the books say not do that. And you yeah. just let them scream themselves to sleep because they are overtired. Yeah. And I think that you probably are overtired as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I know if I have six hours or less sleep, I am I can actually feel how hysterical I am the next day. Like, is in terms yeah. of just how irrational I am in reactions to things and how and how um, overblown all my feelings are about everything. Mm. So when I feel hungry for lunch, I'll almost be despairing about it. And, you just got the... <laughs> and it's seriously, it's just because I'm really tired. It's like I am a child. Yeah. Well, I've been... Um, it's toddler behaviour. Uh, yeah, of course it is. It's exactly the same thing. Oh. You regret. So I sort of think, think about all of us. All our hormones have gone to shit. We're getting really poor sleep. We have bodies that we suddenly feel... A creaky. Like, well, no, we just feel like they're they're a stranger to us, even though we've owned them for, you know, 40 plus years. Your and parents are getting older. And your parents... Are, and all of and the teenagers. life... All of the life stuff. Relationships. And then... And then you don't get... Then you get not enough sleep or broken sleep. Like... We put ourselves on such... Like, our expectation <laughs> levels... <laughs> Need to be taken down a couple of pegs. You know what? I blame Instagram. You know I blame Instagram on everything. You blame Instagram for everything. Everything that goes wrong in my life is Instagram's fault. Because <laughs> we we are continuously, you know, given this message that we're not good enough and that we've got to be better at whatever stupid fucking thing that, that's trendy that day, like cleaning up your pantry. or yeah. like, It does not matter. Sleep matters. Laughing matters. Yes. Relationship matters. Yes. Doing fun. Shit doesn't matter. Stuff doesn't matter. Yep. Having the latest vacuum is not going to make you happy. Oh, can I tell you a story about vacuums? Can I just like have a little breath? There? Yeah, I know. Um, I so, just want to finish this one. Oh, yeah. Sarah said, did I see you on Edinburgh Road on Friday <laughs> I caught a flash of body with teal hair next to a minivan. I know this is no interest to anyone but me, but I was wondering... Uh, yeah, that would have been me after my car accident. Yeah, Sarah, why don't you pull over and help? Thanks for pulling over and, you know, looking after my welfare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't. It was all just quite humiliating. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I've not known for my delicate sneeze. Scott. Um, so, yes, it was me. Hence why I've now currently got the fancy car. Uh, need practical. Cindy says, I need practical advice on how to deal with idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Come sit by me, Cindy. And Roxanne says exactly the right thing. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Yeah, unfortunately. I use that so often. Unfortunately. But the other problem is that as I'm getting older, my tolerance for idiots are just... Mm. Like when I was doing canteen the other day and this 
gormless boy sort of turn up. Uh, and I said, go to the next aisle. I, like, I said, just go there. I said no to Miss Goodman because I couldn't deal with someone who's been standing in the line for 15 oh, minutes and then stands there and decides what he's going to have. And it takes him like, do I, what do I feel like? I know. Te- I go next door. I can't deal with you Teenagers today. in a queue at a school canteen is oh, next level. It's like... It's like, oh, I'm hungry. Let me just take out my brain and leave it here. With my <laughs> far out. It is such an eye opener, though. Let me tell you. Oh, the cool kids and the non-cool kids, and then the dorks, and then the dweebs, and the band geeks, and then the jocks. Yeah, and then Jack. Just at the back, you're wedding, <laughs> pirouetting away. Have you got any celery sticks, Mum? <laughs> hey, uh, is that paleo? <laughs> What are you uh, What are you looking forward to this week? I am looking forward to going out to lunch on Friday if you're free. Oh, to my favourite restaurant, Lee's Fortuna Court. Oh, um, and eating some lamb pancakes. Yes, I, that's my that's my reward for the week is a girly lunch with wine on Friday. What about you? Are you going to come? Uh, I think I will. Good. Yes, I'm going. You count me in. Uh, uh, Rob and I are going to our beer bar, The Bitter Few, on Oxford Street for Mardi Gras. They had just do a private event. 60 tickets or something. So we're going to go in, going to watch Mardi Gras on Saturday night. So that'll be awesome. One of my best friends and former husband, Steve Murphy. Yes. He was telling me that I I had no chance of getting a wax appointment this week. (laughs) (laughs) Booked out for months, he said. (laughs) Oh, so true. He's so beautiful. He is. Uh, Yes. And um, so what are we going to do after this, Mrs. Wu? We are going to go and get a pie. Oh, yeah, I'd like a pie. I don't want a burger. I want a pie. Yeah, we're going to go um, get a pie. Um, and then we're going to come back because we are going to workshop a series of podcasts of which we are hopefully going to find a partner because we're doing um, some stuff that isn't just us giving false medical advice. It's actually we're going to be talking to medical professionals. people. <laughs> and we've taken on board this. Uh, there's a conversation going on the Hot Flush uh, Facebook page. Because uh, we want to know what you want us to talk about. So even if you want to drop us a load or get on there and, you know, we really want to talk about what you want to talk about because we just talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. But well, we know there's a lot of you out there who are going through some shitty times. Yes. Um, so we actually, we want we're to actually going to do a series. We're going to do a series with actual medical professionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably contradict Every single thing we've ever said. Good times. And we're going to do it in the studio and we're going to have a commercial partner and we've got to work on that. Yes, we have to work on that. And uh, We haven't told them yet. But what else are we going to do, Mrs. Luke? You're going to make an appointment, aren't you? I'm going to make a doctor's appointment. Yes. What are you going to do? Uh, Eat a pie. I'm going to eat a pie. And do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Rob's because guess what? It's Wednesday. It's Rob night. Rob night. What are you doing? Uh, We haven't decided yet. We always sort Lovely. of, we always just sort of go, yeah. oh. I have to take it offline, but he wants to know when the four of us are going out for dinner. Oh, okay. That sounds good. I'm sorry about my husband's behaviour at Oscar's party. I didn't even notice. Oh He's God. a very polite drunk. Oh my God. He was I didn't doing even deep breathings was. In, the, in the cab on the way Oh, home. was he? He was not well the next day. <laughs> and I said to him, it was a 21st birthday party. What are you? He goes, I just got excited. I didn't eat too much. I said, darling, there was so much food there. How could he not eat? 
Did the boys? Did you? Did the boys like the yeah, leftovers? Yeah, leftovers, and he had the leftovers the next morning. Okay. Anyway, we're going to lovely and leave you. Thank you so okay. much for your patience. I'm sorry it was three weeks between drinks this time. I know. Um, we are talking about what else we can do this year, fun things. So if you've got any suggestions, where we should we go? Because we've got to get on the road again. We do need to get on the road. Yeah, it's on too the road much. Again. Well, you've got that fancy car too. <laughs> okay, you take care, and as okay. we always like to say, just keep plucking.